Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, guess what? What? We're not done with Noah yet. We're not? No. I thought he died. He did, but um, there's more stuff about him and his kiddos oh okay i think so we're doing so what are we on now um genesis 10 and 11 okay sound good yeah let's get some more noah yay noah yay noah hey wife yes husband did you know that we are now on patreon um yes because you told me but also no tell me more (laughs) so we're on patreon now are we we are and our supporters can go there and support us and we have multiple levels all the way up to you killed god that sounds really drastic and escalated quickly ish well no there's multiple levels before there so it escalates on a sliding scale of you know cheap to to not cheap but you know we can definitely use any amount so like any support is always appreciated. So what exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or <laughs> any performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there so head on over and send us some love yeah okay so you know how um noah's dead yeah yeah okay so like every time i say noah's dead all i can think of is like in top gun when they were like celebrating chester's dead chester's dead now we're like noah's dead But it's not celebration, I guess. That's not what I was thinking. That is not appropriate. Okay, so we're at um, Genesis 10, the descendants of the sons of Noah. And I have to tell you, I read ahead and it's just a bunch of names and places. And so I'm going to try to buzz through this as fast as possible to get to some funny bits, okay? Bible and be boring? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) okay, ready? This is the account of the families of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. You know, the guys that dragged a blanket over their naked father because they were so fucking embarrassed that they just couldn't even. Yeah. Okay. They're dumb. The three sons of Noah. And apparently they're our ancestors. Right. Many children were born to them after the great flood. The descendants of Japheth were Gomer, (laughs) Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshesh, and Tiris. The descendants of Gomer, <laughs> I just can't believe you're not going to say something like Gomer Pyle, <laughs> or Ashkenaz, like Azkaban. I thought no, we were trying Ash- to get through this. I know. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll keep going. Ashkenaz, Riphath, and Togermah. The descendants of Javan were Elijah, Tar- Tarshish, Tar- Tarshish, Katim, and Rodanim. 
Their descendants became the seafaring people that spread out to various lands, each identified by its own language, clan, and national identity. Probably smart, considering God just flooded the whole earth to be good at, you know, seafaring stuff. Right. Like, they were probably, like, just in case. Right. <laughs> the descendants of Ham were Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. Like, put it there. Put it down. The descendants of Cush were Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Rama, and Sabtika. The descendants of Rama were Sheba and Dadun. What? Dadun. 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 That is not the name. It, it is. What is it? D E D A N. Dadan. Okay. Dadun. Okay. Dadan. Got it. Cush was also the ancestor of Nimrod. Nimrod. That's amazing. Who was the first heroic warrior on Earth? Hmm. So, like, I should just go up to hunters and be like, you're such a Nimrod. Right. Like, all this time we thought it was, like, an insult. And it's actually, look, since he was the greatest hunter in the world, his name became proverbial. People would say, this man is like Nimrod, the greatest hunter in the world. I'm totally going to start calling people Nimrods. Yeah, but, like, in a complimentary way. Well, <laughs> yes and no. Hey, Nimrod. <laughs> yeah, you, Nimrod. He built his kingdom in the land of Babylonia with the cities of Bamlo- Babylon, Bam, Bam, Babylon, Eric, Akkad, and Kalna. From there, he expanded his territory to Assyria, building the cities of Nineveh, Rehobothir, Kala, and Rezin, the great city located between Nineveh and Kala. Mizrim was the ancestor of the Luddites, Ananites, Lahabites, Tight, no, Lahabites. This is hard. Naphtahites, Pathrasites, Kazlahites, and the Kaphtarites. Robin Hood Menentites? Am I right? What the hell? <laughs> from whom the Philistines came. I've heard of the of Philistines. Of course, the Philistines. Yeah, yeah you they know. came from all those tights. Yeah. <laughs> Canaan's oldest son was Sidon. The ancestor of the Sidonians. Of course. Canaan was also the ancestor of the Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites, oh, Girgashites, Hivites. They were so unoriginal, they'd all end in ite. Sinites, Irvidites, Zemorites, and Hamathites. <laughs> really sorry. Holy shit, tight. <laughs> <laughs> The Canaanite clans eventually spread out, and the territory of Canaan extended from Sidon in the north to Gerar and Gaza in the south, and as east as far as Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Zeboim. I knew at least three things in there: Gaza, <laughs> Sodom, and Gomorrah. <laughs> I what that doesn't mean shit to me. So no, and I know where the Gaza Strip is. Like. Oh, and Zeboim near Lasha. Like, all I hear is, like, blah, 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 Middle East. Right. I mean, is that even right? That's, yeah. Okay. Blah, 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 I Middle East. Right. (laughs) These were the descendants of Ham, identified by clan, language, territory, and national identity. (sighs) Okay, there's that. Okay. Sons were also born to Shem, but probably no daughters, right? Because who are women? who Who needs women? Women are garbage, apparently. The older brother of Japheth. Shem was the ancestor to all the descendants of Eber. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. 
The descendants of Shem were Elam, Ashur, Arphaxad, Lud, and Aram. The descendants of Aram were Uz, 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 Hul, Gether, and Mash, like the show. Right. Arphaxad was the father of Shelah, and Shelah was the father of Eber. Another Eber? Eber had two sons. The first was named Peleg, which means... Peleg. Okay, maybe Peleg. I don't know. (laughs) Either way is funny. (laughs) Which means division. For during his lifetime, the people of the world were divided into different language groups. His brother's name was Joktan. Joktan, Joktan was the ancestor of Almadad, Shalaf, Hazarmaveth, Jera, Hadoram, Uzal, Dikla, Obel. Ab- oh my gosh, this is so hard. No, I just got to make a comment. Like, all of a sudden, they just suddenly had two languages? It just More just than happened. two. Okay. A lot of languages. Whoa. That's... We're approaching the Tower of Babel, and that's when there's so many languages. I don't understand. They all came from the same freaking people. Yeah, like two days ago, only it's two billion years ago, apparently. I don't know. Time is nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Abimael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jabob. We've probably lost like 90% of our audience by now. Think I'm a job. They're like, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I'm lost. and Oh, I'm lost. I'm the one reading it. Yeah. All these were the descendants of Joktan. Jok, Joktan. The territory they occupied extended from Misha all the way to Sephar in the eastern mountains. These were the descendants of Shem, identified by clan, language, territory, and national identity. I think I've already said this like a thousand times, but redundant much? National identity. So they have nations now. Yeah. Okay. We went from... A couple guys to cities to nations in, like, no time flat. Right. These are the clans that descended from Noah's sons, but not any daughters ever, arranged by nation according to their lines of descent. All the nations of the earth descended from these clans after the Great Flood. I just... That was, like... Painful? (laughs) It was painful, and it was, like... We need to make the world be filled quickly again, so let's just make it be filled quickly again. Right? Like, there was and no um, character development, no um, storyline, no plot, no right. nothing. I mean, and if you're going to give me, like, all of these names and places, uh, I think the reason that I laugh and, and screw these up so bad and just don't care is because there's no reason to care. Right. They give you no, there's nothing. There's no context. Right. And I I don't know. It's so like pointless. If I wrote a book this bad, it would never, ever fly. Well, and occasionally they say something that I'm curious about, like Nimrod. Nimrod. Yeah. <laughs> like when they, they expand on it, they're like, he was the greatest hunter and blah, 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 blah. And it's and like, that's it. And that's it. Yeah. Like, what? There was this t- one time. Obviously, there was more to that story, but. There's that's... a hunter named Nimrod. The end. Right. <laughs> and for some reason now we think Nimrod is bad, a bad or thing. Or funny. Because, you know, or Nimrod. Dumb. Such a Nimrod. Such a Nimrod. <laughs> and with Nimrod, that is the end of Genesis chapter 10. Okay, I hope the next portion has more story and less begatting. Me too. Okay, well, let's find out. Okay. Okay, so now we have reached... 
Genesis chapter 11, the Tower of Babel. Do you know anything about the Tower of Babel? Well, it's some, I mean, like, I like, um, you know, Douglas Adams, and he talks about the Babel fish. So, I mean, it's related in that it has to do with language and babbling. But right. is that like your entire soul well, understanding? Well, something about language and blah, blah, blah. And Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know. That's about all I know. Okay, even I know a little bit more than that. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, ready? Let's find out about it, shall let's we? Let's find out. Okay. At one time, all the people of the world spoke the same language and used the same words. As the people migrated to the east, they found a plain in the land of Babylonia and settled there. They began saying to each other, let's make bricks and harden them with fire. In this region, bricks were used instead of stone and tar was used for mortar. Then they said, come, let's build a great city for ourselves with a tower that reaches into the sky. This will make us famous and keep us from being scattered all over the world. I mean, it did make them famous. I guess so, yeah. Because we all know about the Tower of Babel. Right. Or Babylon. Bab- or whatever Babylonia. it is. Babylonia. Brook. Whatever. Okay. But the Lord came down to look at the city and the tower the people were building. Ooh, look. He came down. Huh? He did. He came walking. Look, he said, the people are united and they all speak the same language. After this, nothing they set out to do will be impossible for them. Come, let's go down and confuse the people with different languages. What? Like, every time people start getting the head, he's like, nah, nope. fuck that shit. Nope. I'm going to go down there and fuck this shit up. <laughs> he's mean. Yeah. Then they won't be able to understand each other. What the hell? That literally says that in the Bible. That's so stupid. He's so excited to fuck them up. That is so For no reason. Dumb. In that way, the Lord scattered them all over the world and they stopped building the city. This is why the city was called Babel, because that is where the Lord confused the people with different languages. In this way, he scattered them all over the world. I don't, I don't, like, what is the purpose of confusing people to the point where they can't coordinate with each other and... He on purpose wanted us to speak different languages and not be able to get shit done. On purpose, he fucked us up. You know, I think that this is more along the lines of... That the people writing the Bible were like, there's all these languages. How can we possibly make this work for the Bible if they all speak different languages? God must have done this on purpose because. So they're saying God fucked us up. But what they're really saying is we're fucked up. Let's blame God. Right. But either way, I don't know. It's problematic. It really is. I just I don't like he every time something good happens, he comes down to screw it up. And why would you on purpose choose that as the story to believe? That's what I don't get. Right. And why Why would you – I can't help but ask the question over again when a god screws so many – like, I mean, he made childbirth painful. He, on purpose. On purpose. He um, made the land hard to, you know, sow. sow and, I on mean, purpose. On purpose. Yeah. He killed the entire fucking planet. On purpose. On purpose. And now – he doesn't want people communicating with each other on, on purpose. purpose. Yeah. Like, that's just some bullshittery. I mean, they say our God is a cruel God. And I'm like, he really is. Think about your choices, people. Right. <laughs> like, I don't, like, maybe, maybe hell's a better fun place, you know? I don't know. I mean, maybe there's no babble down there. Not that I believe in hell either, but, you no. know, I'm just saying, like, if I had to choose between the two, I'm not sure that I want to go... Hang out with with God. He, he sounds, sounds like, like a, a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. 
So the next part is labeled the descendants of Shem. <laughs> Let us hope that there's not more begatting. Right, right. This is the account of Shem's family. It's not a new chapter. It's just okay. a continuation of the chapter. Got it. Two years after the great flood. Oh, my God. All that happened in just two fucking years. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, did we just build cities and create nations and divide people in oh, two years? Oh, you know what? No, actually, I'm mistaken. We're doing a flashback again. Okay. I was going to say because that can't possibly be. No, you're right. You're right. My bad. Um, he, They did this thing where they're like, all these things happened all the way through Babel. And then they're like, okay, but flashback to two years after the flood when Shem was a mere babe at 100 years old. I got to wonder what like an editor's notes would look like for the Bible. Like I mean, if you were pitching it as a story. It would like, be bad. Be like, um, it would be bad. Yeah, right? There's no way this would pass. That would be funny. <laughs> it would be funny to see would, what an editor would say about a Bible. I would Bible. like to see the editor's notes right? on that. That yeah, alone would be, amazing. would be a good book. Yeah. Okay, so two years after the Great Flood, when Shem was 100 years old, he became the father of Arphaxad. And I have to tell you, when I was just like looking at this out of the corner of my eye, it looks like it looked to me like it said Axelrod for a second. <laughs> <laughs> After the birth of Arphaxad, Shem lived another 500 motherfucking years. Oh, so Noah wasn't the last uh, multi-hundred-year yeah. living person. Yeah, yeah, that was... Some other generation? Some guy lied. His name was God. <laughs> <laughs> Shem lived another 500 years and had other sons and daughters. Well, at least he, he had, had some, some daughters. daughters. Yeah. When Arphaxad was... Oh, he was a real baby. 35 years old, he became the father of Shelah. After the birth of Shelah, Arphaxad lived another 403 years and had other sons and daughters. Wait, we're going back to some of the same names that was in that begatting, and now they're yeah. digging into it slightly more, but not really? But not really. Okay. So, so I like keep we're saying just repetitive, regurgitating the same bullshit. Repetitive bullshit. Okay. When Shelah was 30 years old, he became the father of Eber. After the birth of Eber, Shelah lived another 403 years and had other sons and daughters. When Eber was 34 years old, he became the father of Peleg or Peleg. Right. I'm going to call this person Peleg. It's I like just Peleg. funny. It's funnier. Yeah. And it doesn't matter because after the birth of Peleg, Eber lived another 430 years and had other sons and daughters. When Peleg was 30 years old, he became the father of... What? R-E-U. Oh, okay. After the birth of... Peleg lived another 209 years and had other sons and daughters. When... Was 32 <laughs> years old, he became the father of... Sea rug. <laughs> I'm just curious, like, when did the shortened lifespans happen? Like, I'm, I'm totally lost. I don't even remember at this point. Like, we're 11 chapters into the first part of the book. I thought he did this before he killed off all the humans. I'm pretty sure you are correct. Okay. It's like, do over. Yeah, and now they're living long time, a long time again. Yeah. In spite of the fact that he fucked them all up and spread them out with different I languages. Guess. Yeah. After the birth of Sea Rug. Hmm. Lived another 207 years and had other sons and daughters. When Sirug was 30 years old, he became the father of Nahor. After the birth of Nahor, Sirug lived another 200 years and had other sons and daughters. When Nahor was 29 years old, he became the father of Terah. After the birth of Terah, Nahor lived another 119 years and had other sons and daughters. 
After Terah was 70 years old, he became the father of Abram, Nora, and Haram. Haram, Haram I wonder if... Not Haram, Haran. Oh, Haran. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, still in the same chapter, but now we're in a bit that's um, subtitled The Descendants of Terah. Okay. Because it matters, question mark? This is the account of Terah. Terah's family. Sorry, this is the account of Terah's family. Terah was the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Haran was the father of Lot. Ooh, I know that guy. I've heard a lot. Lot did something. Sure. But Haran died in Ur of the Chaldeans, the land of his birth, while his father Terah was still living. Like, do you even care? Like, I don't care. I don't know any of these people. Right. Like, I can't even remember. Wait, who's alive? Who's dying? Who's doing what now? And it's all in such a weird order. I know. Meanwhile, Abram and Nahor both married. That's nice. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah. Milcah and her sister (laughs) Iska were daughters of Nahor's brother Haran. These all sound like they're cousins of each other. Right. But Sarai was unable to become pregnant and had no children. Oh, boo. That's sad for her. If she if she wanted children. Right. If she didn't want children, then it's yay. Because I know plenty of True. people today that don't want but children. But back then they seemed to like a lot. They like seemed to want like 500 babies. Although I don't know that that was the women's choice. That's true. I mean, the men so, wanted them, but right. maybe the women. I don't, I don't know. I can't speak Who for knows? women back then. We can't speak for men back then either, technically. <laughs> That's because true. none of them are alive. <laughs> You know, honestly, I can't even speak for women today because I just don't get people. Truthfully, none of them are probably real either. I mean, some of them might have been. Maybe. I don't know. One day, Terah took his son Abram, his daughter-in-law Sarai, his son Abram's wife, and his grandson Lot, his son Haran's child, and moved away from Yur of the Chaldeans. He was headed for the land of Canaan. But they stopped at Heron and lived there. Terra lived for 205 years and died while still in Heron. The end. <laughs> it <laughs> it does not say the end. It doesn't, but that's the end of the chapter and it just might as well because it's like, and that's all we got for right? that chapter. Well, we did all that begatting and then we went on to like dig in deeper into the begatting and it's like only it wasn't really like digging in. It was like. And this person lived this t- amount of time, and they had this many kids, and they were these people, and blah, 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 blah. I thought there was going to be more about the Tower of Babel, honestly. I really want some stories. When did the story start, you think? I don't know. Maybe next chapter? Maybe next chapter. Well, stay tuned and find out. <laughs> and we'll make fun of it all the way, because this shit is great. I know. I'm excited. Definitely. <laughs> See you next time, everybody. Yes, wife. Um, is there a way for people to contact us? Well, sure. They can uh, get on our Twitter account. We have a Twitter account? We do. What is it? It is sacrilegious underscore D. Like D for discourse? Yeah, they wouldn't let me put the whole thing, so I had to shorten it to underscore D. I hate them. Yeah, that's disgusting. How do you spell sacrilegious? Do you know? I don't want to. Just look it up in a dictionary or something. I don't I don't want to do that right now. You know why? Sacrilegious you, underscore D. Okay? Because you messed it up and I made you fix it. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. What about an email? Yeah, we got that too. What Sac- is it? Sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. Oh, well, that's easy. Yeah. As long as you know how to spell sacrilegious. Right. 
Well, definitely get a hold of us. Let us know what you thought of the episode. And, you know, any comments, hate mail. We love that kind of stuff. Also, you could answer some questions that we leave throughout or, like, correct my pronunciations. Yeah, please. bad, wrong, and horrible. Because we suck sometimes. Absolutely! Oh, also, you know, if you like this shit or whatnot, um, like, give us a like on your podcasting app and stuff or even leave a comment or something. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Goodbye. Thank you.